Hello guys, welcome back to All in Tech. I hope you guys are doing great. Today we are talking about the Xiaomi Redmi Note 12. And this is something that has been announced last year in October, but it hasn't been released yet until only a couple of days ago, uh, January 11th of this year. Obviously we started a brand new year. Uh, so this is the Xiaomi Redmi Note 12. I'm just going to refer to it as the Note 12. Uh, this is a really interesting phone. Uh, this is a really uh, solid phone overall. It has really nice specs. And I think it's, it's a, another, a great, another great option on the market just because it is. You know, there's a lot of phones right now that are just they're just good they just work they're great they have de they have great specs all around and we're going to talk about more of these um specifications in just a moment and yeah so i hope you guys are doing great let's hop into this all right so redmi note 12 <clears throat> this was announced october of last year but it wasn't made available until January 11th. Now this, <clears throat> excuse me, this one does weigh 188 grams, so not, not that heavy, but also has a decent amount of heft, I would say. 188 is a pretty decent weight. It's not heavy, but it's also not like super light where it's like a really cheap plastic kind of feel. Now for the SIM card, we do have a hybrid dual SIM. Uh, meaning a nano sim and dual standby you have your IPS or actually your IP rating of 58 and this is dust splash resistant so not fully submersible 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 is that a word some you can't submerge the phone uh, which is you know kind of sucky you know uh, there is at least a little bit of protection from the elements with the IP53 but Far from what I would say the best or the industry standard, which is IP68. Now, for the display, we do have a 6.67-inch display. And this is actually a display coming from Samsung being provided uh, AMOLED displays to Xiaomi. And this is a 120Hz refresh rate display, meaning it'll be all buttery smooth. And this does have... 1200 nits of peak brightness which is not bad you know that's i think the same level of brightness that the iphone 13 has or 13 pro uh, so it's not terrible it's definitely nice for outdoor viewing but far from you know the excellent like out of this world brightness that you see on the s22 plus s22 ultra and the iphone 14 pros now that's not going to be too much of a big deal. You'll see it in, in broad daylight. It'll be perfectly fine. It just won't be super, super visible how you would see on super high-end phones. Now, this is a really large display, so it's not going to be a one-handed phone. This is definitely for two hands. And this does have a rather small resolution for the size of the display, which is 1080p by 2400. This is the same resolution that comes on the S22 and S22+. Plus. So, and honestly, for some reason, it's coming on to a lot of other kind of anywhere from 700 to to $1,000 phones. They're not getting the highest end resolution, which is kind of strange, uh, even though a couple years ago, 
those same phones would have had that. So kind of making backward progress here. That's unfortunate, I guess. 1080p is okay. It'll be more than sufficient. It won't really bother anyone that much unless you're pixel peeping, which I don't know why you would do that. I mean, sometimes it's very obvious, but other times not so much. Sometimes you really just have to be searching for it and you'll find it and then you'll be annoyed with yourself, but it is what it is. Moving on to the platform, we do have Android 12 with MIUI 13 on top. This is running the Snapdragon 4 Gen 1, which is kind of an interesting one because I've never actually heard of this chipset, but this is a six nanometer chipset. So where that kind of lies is just outside of flagship quality, or I would say flagship, current flagship standards right now because we have the Snapdragon 8 Gen 1 and the 8 Gen 1 is a five nanometer or four nanometer, one of those two, I keep forgetting. Uh, chipset, which is a little bit more efficient, a little bit faster. But the six nanometer, nonetheless, is still a very good processor. Seven nanometers is plenty power for just about everyone. Honestly, seven nanometer chipsets are pretty solid. So the 700 series of Snapdragon chips and up. But this is the first time I see uh, a different name. So Snapdragon 4 Gen 1. I've never actually heard of the Snapdragon 4 Gen 1 until now. Uh, we've only heard of the 8 Gen 1, and who knows what this year it's going to be called. Probably 8 Gen 2, I don't know. They're having a weird little naming crisis inside of Snapdragon. For some reason, they decided to change the name to this weird format now. Anyway, moving on to the GPU, we do have the Adreno 619. So again, just a little bit behind the uh, 620. But again, not a, not a big deal. It's going to perform great. Now for the memory slots, we do have micro SD card expansion and it uses the shared SIM slot. For internal storage configurations, we only have two, which is 128 gigabytes for both. However, one has four gigabytes of RAM paired to it versus the higher end model, which has six gigabytes of RAM. I would say still go with the six gigabytes of RAM. That seems like the a decent middle ground versus four gigabytes it's just not going to be enough you have ufs 2.2 storage so not the fastest but it's okay uh, for the moving on to the camera we do have a triple camera setup however only two are actually usable uh, 48 megapixel primary sensor f1.8 aperture lens and for the second lens we have an 8 megapixel ultra wide so this is going to be the only two cameras that you're going to use because the third lens is a two megapixel macro lens. And we've talked about this pretty much every time we cover some kind of mid-range to budget phone that they have an extra depth sensing lens or a macro lens, and they're like two megapixels each. They're not even useful at that point. Two megapixels is practically nothing. Five megapixels was barely cutting it because I remember a couple of years ago, or even up to last year, Samsung was putting five megapixel macro lenses and depth sensing lenses, and they were five megapixels, which is the highest you would ever see in terms of megapixel count on budget phones and mid-range phones, no matter what the company was. Um, but now we're seeing like this slow shift of going to two megapixels for those cameras as if they weren't already borderline useless. Now, they're definitely useless. 
uh, we have a useless macro, but it looks like it has a triple camera setup, right? You know, like the premium phones. But it's just a letdown for a lot of people because you'll really only use two. Uh, I've seen this happen on a lot of phones. Samsung started now doing that same thing, putting two megapixels instead of the five that they would normally have done. And I find that kind of a strange decision to be, you know, walking backwards, basically. Now, this does have 1080p 30 and 60. We do have selfie camera with a 13 megapixel sensor. This does support 1080p at 30 frames per second. And this is a little hole punch in the display. So very similar to how Samsung does their S22 series of phones or flagship phones or even their mid-range phones. We're seeing now this movement towards the hole punch being in the center of the display on the top center which is something only Samsung really had the rights to do in terms of design. It was like the only phone. You would instantly tell what a Samsung was because it had the hole punch in the middle on the top of the display. But now we have this little weird opening where um, I think like some kind of like Samsung gave permission or something uh, for the Google Pixel was the first one, if I'm not wrong, to use the hole punch uh, in the center of it with the Google Pixel 6, if I, I think. I think it was the Google Pixel, Pixel 6 that had the center hole punch right there. And then from there, it seems that a lot of other companies are slowly starting to get it. For example, now Xiaomi with this phone looks very much like a Samsung budget phone or mid-range phone from the front with that hole punch display and somewhat thick bezel, especially the chin, the bottom part of the phone does have a lot of like the black space, which is called bezel. It has a lot of it, and it kind of looks like what you would see on the A-series phone on Samsung's budget lineup and mid-range phones. Not a problem, though, because if you're buying this phone, you'd see the specs, and the specs are already pretty good. So the display could have been better in terms of design, uh, but that's just what happens when you don't buy a phone that's like around six to $700 and up. Those will have like near borderla borderless displays excluding the iPhone because they can't seem to want to put the bezel towards the edge. It's just kind of just there, you know. I have the iPhone 13 Pro and the bezels are very much there, but they're not problematic. I just, I love the Samsung displays that they push, they push the bezel to the edge and you have a lot more screen to look at instead of this black bars. So it is what it is. Moving on to the loudspeakers, you do have a loudspeaker, but no stereo speaker setup. We do have a 3.5 millimeter headphone jack, which is really rare to see on phones nowadays. Uh, we have Wi-Fi and Bluetooth 5.1, so not the latest. Uh, we do have, or oh, we don't have NFC, which is unfortunate. For security features, we do have your pattern pin password uh, along with the fingerprint sensor on the side. So the, that's your biometrics. I'm pretty sure this also comes with some kind of face unlock. If not, well, I've been wrong before. Moving on to the battery. We do have a 5,000 milliamp hour battery. This does only support wired charging, 33 watts of fast wired charging, and you should get 50% in 22 minutes as advertised by Xiaomi. Uh, so those are the numbers that have been given and we'll have to see how that goes. 33 watts is a pretty good amount, but I kind of wish that there was at least wireless charging, you know? Like, I feel like wireless charging should be 
more spread out because I feel like that's a really nice convenience thing. And it's gone, it, we've been using wireless charging since, I believe, for at least for Android phones, specifically Samsung. If I'm not wrong, it was from either the 5 or the 6. I could be very wrong. I was like, I was young when those phones came out, so I don't really remember too well. But those two were probably one of the first phones to have wireless charging for Samsung phones, because I know some other Android phones um, did, like HTC, they were, they, they were like the pioneers in some areas, but I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was that one. If not, it was definitely the 7. I know that one had wireless charging. And then, you know, iPhone copied around, I believe, the iPhone 8 is when, this, when they started to copy that wireless charging, and that's what really wireless charging kind of took off. Um, it's only when the iPhone does it, you know? It's kind of interesting. But no, wired, no wireless charging, no reverse wireless charging, only wired charging 33 watts, but I feel like it's fast enough, you know? 22 minutes, you get 50%, and it's a 5,000 milliamp hour battery, so it's pretty hefty, pretty big uh, battery right there. Now, moving on to the price. So this phone will probably cost around $230 to $50, $230 and so this is very much a budget phone, but for the specs, I feel like this is absolutely incredible. I mean, you have a big 5,000 milliamp hour battery, you have a pretty nice 48 megapixel primary sensor, which is really large. I, I would say it's fairly large. It's the same megapixel count as the one on the iPhone 14 Pros. So 48 megapixel, pretty big, pretty nice. You should get a lot of detail. I doubt it'll be refined as the iPhone, uh, but it will nonetheless produce some pretty nice results. I had a 48 megapixel sensor on my a52 I think uh, either that one or the a51 and it produced incredible photos on both phones like they were just incredible sensors very nice very uh, beautiful looking photos now we also have a pretty pretty nice display for $250 roughly that is actually an incredible deal 6.6 .6 inch display it's a Samsung AMOLED display, which is one of the best displays on the market. It also has 120 hertz with a 1200 nits of peak brightness. The display is an absolute home run in my opinion. Aside from the resolution, that might be a little bit of a hit because you know it's a big display with a slightly small resolution. Uh, it'll be fine. It, 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 it really will be fine. It just it's not the most sharpest thing out there. But again, for the specs, I feel like it offers a lot of value. This phone is only out in India, uh, unless you want to import it. But I, I don't. I, I've never imported a phone before, so I don't personally recommend it unless you know what you're doing. But for those in India, because I know I have some uh, listeners from India, this is a great phone. Two hundred fifty dollars, five thousand milliamp hour battery, great display and a decent set of cameras. Uh, obviously, you still have that useless macro lens, but it's okay. Same, Samsung has that same issue where they add uh, one useless lens or two useless lenses. But that's just the kind of thing you find on budget and mid-range phones. It's just kind of the thing. Versus higher-end phones, you will have the addition of the telephoto lens, so all three 
will be very, very useful. Now, that's been the end of this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Wait, if you made it to the end of this, thank you so much. I am starting to use more polls in this kind of new year. I'm going to try to make more polls, so you're, you're going to see them in the description of this episode. You just go to the description, you scroll down, you should see a poll. It's usually like something simple. I would love to see some of your responses, and um, I will be having a poll on each and every episode from now on, just to have a little bit more of a connection with the listeners, and I would really appreciate that if you would contribute to those polls. Other than that, I will see you guys in the next one. Till then, peace.